this Spider-Man f- series reboot is doing a lot of things differently. Like Aunt May is young and hot. Yeah. Uh, and Zendaya or MJ is black, mm-hmm. which a lot of people were very mad about uh, when it first came out. You know uh, why they were mad about it? Racist. Because of racism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey. Big news for brunch. Yeah? Yes, we are nominated. Are we? For yes. Emmy? We, we are nominated for multiple Emmys. That is amazing. I don't care to double check uh, which ones we've re- for which we've received nominations, but uh, we've got Outstanding Great uh, Drama Television Show for nice. Stranger Things. Okay. So uh, congratulations to us and our co-star... Randy Havens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're clearly the stars, and he's a role player. Yes, um, I would like to. I would like to do a little uh, House of Cards type action where we set up like ten moves ahead, where we make it so like, how funny would it be if when Stranger Things wins, if they have the science teacher give the speech and like in and he can do it like as mr clark and it'd be this funny thing and he would be very serious and very concerned and like it'd be this great thing and they'd be like okay yeah we're on board that's really funny and then we talk to randy and we say hey like so what are you thinking for your speech and then we kind of talk him into well uh like we kind of get him against the strange things people say like they're not giving you enough shine here's what you got to do got to give a speech about the podcast that you do and then fucking strange things wins an emmy and you got a motherfucker on stage talking about brunch 24 <laughs> 7 huge for the brand i feel like we could do that we could get randy to do that yeah uh i actually my, i'm i'm working in the early stages of of concocting a plan to get randy to take me to the emmys as his date that would be fucking awesome and everybody would like think that i'm his son that would be <laughs> so fucking good see that's that's what sucks like you could theoretically go with randy and be his son if i go with randy it's very like, it's who's creepy. that fucking guy <laughs> yeah. who's the- like if i went with randy the paparazzi would take pictures and be like who's randy with this cute little boy mm. and and then he'd get like in the tabloids yeah. and they'd be like oh this guy's great and they, he goes with you and they're like hmm that's a couple of pedophiles i, th- that, <laughs> I think i think that's what i hate most about my life and there's a a laundry list, my friend. Uh, I hate that. I, like I'm a guy. Yeah. Like, like if I go to the movies by myself, it's like who's that guy over there? I'm a, I'm like a man boy. So yeah. I, I can kind of play both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I think that you forever are a young man, and that's not a slight. That's actually it, it. Kind of is a slight because you might not get to achieve the uh, as men age they become better looking thing. I think because I, you're like a good looking young man. Yeah, and but it might happen when I'm like seventy instead of like fifty. Yeah, but it just might be like, flash. We, we ain't getting to yeah, to well, you being seventy. We'll see. You, you, we'll get to you being <laughs> like if if we get to you being thirty nine, then I will say it's a whopper. Bravo, world! <laughs> you you really turned it around. Yeah, right. Yeah, you had me fooled because I did not think we were getting here. Um, so Stranger Things nominated for shit. Randy about to clean up. And uh, Master of None was nominated for a bunch of shit. Most notably, uh, Lena's Thanksgiving episode. Specifically. Specifically was nominated, which is fucking awesome. Because I really thought about it uh, before I sent this little compliment in our group text. I think that Thanksgiving was the best episode of television over this past year. If it... Either that or the night of uh, pilot. Yeah, it comes down to those two. Uh, was was the night of even this year? Yeah, it was okay. this past summer. Oh that's no, yeah, that's right. It was the last, last summer. Year, yeah. Oh shit, you're right. But I think the night of was nominated for shit. Okay. Uh, man, that seems like forever ago. I know, but like I think of the best episodes of television in the last few years. The bottle episode of Thanksgiving, like yes. really like stood out above everything else. Uh. This was a couple years ago now, probably two or three years ago, but Mike's episode of Better Call Saul was like, I'm trying to think of iconic episodes that I watched, and I was like, fuck, that was so good. Another one, though, high up there, I don't know if this one has been held in particularly high regard, but I think the bottle episode from season one of Master of None, Mornings. Yeah, you talk about this all the time. It's so fucking good. It's really, really good. That was the best episode of of that season. 
Um, like, and it didn't even fucking have Arnold. Yeah. yeah. Although, did we love Arnold until season no, two? No, he, it was like season one was a clown. Yeah. Like, he was just like too unrealistic of a person. I That's like right. Him. Yeah, we discussed that. But That's season... what we discussed that why Arnold had like a turnaround in season two. He became like a real person with real human emotions. Right. Like he's actually been through shit. And you're yeah. like, okay, I understand now yeah. how he's become this guy who just has so much pain in his heart that he's a goofball all day. I've seen a lot of people Rings recently talking down on season two of Master of None, which is crazy to me. I know. I thought that it was the best. Probably like the best season of TV that I've seen. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would say that's true. I think Better Call Saul was the best season of Better TV. Better Call this year. Saul fucking knocked it out yeah. this year. So, uh, but yeah, I will agree with you that that the Thanksgiving episode was the best episode of TV I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, I can't even fucking imagine what Lena's gonna rock to know. the Emmys. And she's gonna win. That is going to be like rust in peace. My Instagram when I see like when she, uh, she's posting shit from the red carpet. She's going to be on every fucking best dress list, and we know it, and like the world doesn't know it yet. It sucks that she has like a serious girlfriend that she really, really loves because yeah. I want that invite too to be her date. Oh my god, <laughs> there's no fun. Oh my, it's... wait, you could be her date, and I could be Randy's date. Oh, my. that would have been the that'd be the greatest thing ever. I'm actually thinking about you know like those kind of pie in the sky things where you're like this is unrealistic this this will never happen but there's but like a shred what if it <laughs> yeah. but like like theoretically if enough crazy shit went down like what if um so we've got like a Chicago trip coming up what if Lena comes to Chicago because that's her that's her hometown and like we're hanging out and someone like tries to someone tries to like mug us or something and like. <laughs> And you what, fight like him I, off. Like I, like I, I somehow save Lena's life. A lot of things would have to go in your favor right, for like you to be you able would to have fight to die off a first, mugger. Like she would have to be paralyzed. <laughs> right. Like a lot of things. But like, what if something happens where it's like, wow, somehow you saved my life. Do I you owe come you. To the Emmys with me? Yeah, she and I. I feel like she'd be like, do you want to be an extra in one of my shows or something? Do you like? I give you like two to three lines. Like no, I need to go to the Emmys. Yeah, here's a question: If she offered you a role, a supporting role in in one of those new projects that she has coming up, yeah. or be her date to the Emmys, what are you picking? Ten out of ten times, I am picking going to the Emmys. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I feel like John Hamm would be there, even though the Emmys were never quite too kind to that guy. Yeah, um, and uh, he's not in anything anymore. Except for fucking movies, movies. like Baby Driver, where, where he is. It. You know, I was in H and R Block commercials. Maybe he wins Emmy for those. The, it drives. Oh man, the the commercial. That guy makes serious commercial money uh, between H oh, yeah. and R Block and Mercedes. Yeah, he's one of those guys like where they talk about like, oh, Steph Curry has the best contract in the NBA, or he did. Um, but it's like Steph Curry. He's so underpaid. It's like he can fucking make that up in a second right. with advertising. Yeah. That's what John Hamm does. Um, I actually, I was talking to Gary Tangway, who is a great guy. He's a, uh, he's such a fucking interesting fellow. He's like the sweetest guy in the world. And everybody talks shit about (laughs) like what a curmudgeon asshole he is. And he's really like, just like such a sweet, thoughtful guy. Loves movies. He's an actor. Uh, He is an actor. I've seen, I've seen his work. We've seen his work. Yeah. Uh, he like he really like loves movies and he loves kind of the way that uh I am annoying where if I want to explain why I think a song is good he does that where he'll movies. say like he'll he'll kind of shine this light on it that when I do it with music like it may or may not be wrong but he kind of shines this light on it that you're like huh fuck I hadn't thought of it that way um and I was talking to him but he saw baby driver and okay. he was all jazzed up shock about it and independently, he had the exact same take, which was like, it was great. Love the way they, they made Jamie Foxx this fucking wild card. John Hamm came back from the dead like 11 too many times. <laughs> right. <laughs> he really would not die in that movie. I wish that there was. I wish that they just fucking went full Austin Powers and, and it was just, like, like made him why won't you die? <laughs> right. Or he just like, di- like, there's absolutely no way that he could survive. And it, he just like pulls like a truck off of himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, we saw, I'm fucking bummed. So we saw two movies this week. You saw one by I total. Saw yeah. Yes. Um, 
I'm not a superhero guy. As you can probably tell from our past discussions about superhero movies, I, uh, I'm not too into them. I thought it was called Marvel. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> <laughs> like Carvel ice cream cakes? Yeah. I, like, see those fucking movies... Did you really think that it was to, called Marvel? I, it's one of those words that, like, I was like, I think I've never said that before. <laughs> like, I've texted it. I've written it down. I've heard people say it, but I don't listen so good. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, Marv something... Um, that's it, awesome. Yeah, I see those movies to appease people, you know, because everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's like Spider Man, like Mary Jane, they fucking kiss." Like, to cool a, man, to appease people, you're be- probably better off not seeing them because there's nothing worse. We've said, I think we said this on the uh, the Sp- uh, Superman and Batman movie review, but there's nothing worse to comic book people than non-comic book people trying to talk about comic book things. Yeah, but I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah, you love pissing people. You, Remember when you said uh, Wonder Woman was, was American? Yeah, she, where'd she go? She went to like Texas A&M or yeah. like Alabama or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I love doing that, and I'm definitely going to do that. We saw, so we saw the Spider-Man movie. It's called Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I had to look up this morning what it was called, like a week after seeing it, because I was like, I just... I walked in and I said one for Spider-Man. That's not true. I got my tickets on Fandango. Um, you mean your ticket? Ticket. That's fucking right. Uh, Fandango. I don't even know anybody that uses that. I, I use movietickets.com. I, uh, <clears throat> I was supposed to hang out with a friend next week and they were like, how about Thursday? And I was like, uh, I busy. can't I because... I yeah, going you, to the movies by myself. You know what comes out next Thursday? Next Thursday. Uh, the, Black Bachel- the Black Bachelorette Party movie. My Big Fat Black Bachelorette Party comes out. Nice. We're not going to call it that, though, because we called it My Big Fat White Bachelorette Party as a slight to that movie. Right. Because we thought that movie looked like it stunk. We don't want to disrespect the yes. Black, Black Bachelorette Party movie. The Black Bachelorette called? Party is the one that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So we're going to call it Girls Trip. Okay. Which uh, I like that they started off by being like, hey, there's got to be something bad about this movie. So we mailed it in with the title. Yeah, I know. It's a movie about girls who go on a trip. <laughs> I feel like movies have the worst names these days. Yeah. Like, all movie names are bad. Well, because I think that uh, there became this thing, remember? Like, fucking, like, The Ringer, I think, did a thing on, like, why we don't need movie previews anymore. Like, shut the fuck up. Yes, we do. Yes, we need them. (laughs) We need to see what is this movie, okay? Uh, So I think that because movie previews were kind of, uh, to borrow a, a term from another podcast, on the hot seat, I think that movie makers were like, hey, no, look over here. We got <laughs> shitty names now. You need fucking previews. Imagine if you didn't have previews and like you went into you're like, one for fist fight, please, expecting like an action movie, and you went and saw that fucking movie. That'd be fucking awesome. We should do a thing on uh, best movies with deceiving titles. I mean, that that wasn't really a deceiving title. Yeah. Uh, no, just, yeah, it is literally it's about, a, it's like, about building up fight. to a fist yes. fight. Yeah. Um, 500 Days of Summer, I think, is a deceiving title because it, it sounds, sounds like it's it 500 sounds like a, Days it's a, of the Season. Like a light, fun thing. And it also sounds like it's about like a very long summer. Yes. Uh, in 500 Days of Summer is like a light and fun movie. It is. But it's just about depression. Yeah, it's a light and fun movie about heartbreak and crippling depression. I love that in the beginning of that movie where it's like... This is like I this should tell you. Story. This is a love story, but it no. This is a story, story about, about a love. Bo- uh, no, it's a story about a boy and girl, but it is not then, a love story. And then, like when he says that, you're like, <laughs> silly narrator. <laughs> of course it is. And then <laughs> right. you're like, oh fuck, this guy. This guy tried to warn us. Yeah. That movie is the best. That is such a fucking good movie. This, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, fucking the height of Zoe Deschanel face porn, which was a thing for a while. Like, once people realized, like, hey, you know who's got an awesome face? Zoe Deschanel. All of her projects just became about, like, what if in this scene we just kind of look at her face? (laughs) Uh, The scene where she's riding up her bike Mm -hmm. and it's black and white. And then she just stops and looks at the camera. It is... That is fucking... That's J.O. stuff right there. That is just whack your dick clean (laughs) off. If Uh, I could inject two movies straight into my veins, it would probably be Crazy Stupid Love and 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Uh... Oh God! Absolutely. Um, it still breaks my heart that that bench is not. Uh, it's not in L.A. anymore. I know, but I kind of. That. But that's where that bench makes me angry because of how fucking condescending she was to him when she says, "You look sharp." Yeah, that's like the that's 
Like, ladies, don't don't do that. If there's like rocky, if if don't, you're on at all rocky ground, don't compliment the other person when like you're in you're on uh, like rough waters. Yeah, like I wouldn't dare do like that. Is like the that that I think is like legitimately fucking mean to do to somebody. Mm-hmm. So especially like. If you're on rough waters and you compliment somebody and then you give them good news, yeah, that's cool. Like you just right. buttering them up. It's like, like, hey, buddy, looks like you got a haircut. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking dick she was. Oh god. Um, so uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. You thought it was too long. I thoroughly. I, so here's the thing. I thought it was longer than it was. I thought I assumed it was like three hours. So when it ended, I was like, ah. Like Nice. Yeah. Cool. Now it was like two fifteen. I thought it should have been probably two or maybe like just short of two. Yeah. Um. I loved the fucking cast. I thought going into cast it, was amazing. All I knew was from the fucking poster that it was some fucking young boy I'd never seen in my life, and I was like, oh. And, and I feel like there wasn't a lot of buzz about this movie leading up to it. Not the way that there typically is about Spider-Man movies. Maybe it's because the fucking world is ending, so people are talking about other shit. I think I think it might be because people have a little bit of comic book exhaustion and superhero exhaustion. Uh, you know who's got that is uh, our friend. Uh, his new name is uh, Faye J. Tay. <laughs> Fuck is, oh, Father John Misty. Yeah, he, uh, he was tweeting to go to see Baby Driver, and he said... Uh, he said, go see this movie instead of your the 15th Marvel movie of your adult life. Well, I mean, like, he's got a point. Right. There's uh, a different, there's another fucking Marvel and super, superhero movie every fucking four months. You know what's a Marvel movie that I can't believe I've seen? Because I don't like to, like I said, I don't fucking care about those movies. Yeah. I saw Ant-Man. Yeah, that's wild to me. Did you, you just, see that movie? No. It was pretty th- good. Yeah, you said that. I, mean, I think that was, like, one, one of the earlier episodes. You go see it just like, for, like, Paul Rudd. No, it was, uh, so that was a movie where I fucking went to see it with people. I went oh, to see it like yeah. in a group. It was like, hey, let's go see Ant-Man. And I was like, I'm, th- this is, makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, I am outside of my comfort zone here. Um, but, uh, so yeah, like, there's a young boy in it. And I thought, oh, okay, it's just like a nobody cast. And they just tossed Spider-Man on it. And everyone was saying, hey, this is actually good. So I went to see it. And fucking right out the gate, you got my fucking man, Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's great. Yeah. You know his name's not Michael Keaton. What's that? You know his real name's not Michael Keaton? What is it? Uh, it's, let me check. It is... Quick Wick, Quick Wick brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts fucking energy punch thing. His name that is... That shit looks gross, by the way. <laughs> like, God bless Barstool for pushing that. I'm like, you guys are going to fucking die if you're tricking <laughs> right. this shit. Like, uh, I care about you people. Don't. His his name change uh, makes sense. Uh, his name is, is it like Michael like pissing his pants boy? No, uh, makes sense for a different reason. His name is Michael Douglas. Ah, so can't we can't have Katie two Michael Perry Douglas situation. What's her real name? Kate Hudson. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he changed changed his name to Michael Keaton because uh, what's the what's the other Keaton woman? Uh, is there like a Diane Keaton? Diane Keaton. So he he Ooh, liked Diane her. Keaton. He liked her when he was coming up, and he was like, "I'm just gonna change, steal her name." Oh, Diane Keaton's great. Yeah. She's she's fucking lovely. So that's how he chose his last name. You know what? Diane Keaton is a uh, Loki Fox. Yeah, she's a uh, what's her face Silver a, Fox. What's the the woman's name that was in Liar Liar and ER? But I know that neither of us watched ER. So Martini. Yes. Yeah. Remember Maura Tierney when she was at that award show and we were like, yeah, Maura Tierney, you got it. Okay. I think Diane Keaton's <laughs> okay. kind of got that, but except she's 71. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking, speaking of, of age, uh, God, talk about this for a second. Marissa Tomei? No. Oh, Marissa Tomei is, is it? always fucking awesome. Yeah. But uh, the guy who is it plays. Melissa or Marissa? Uh, Marissa. Marissa, yeah. Okay. The guy who plays Tuco is 56 years old and. That kind of stopped my week dead in its tracks. Yeah, when I you were very, that. you were very, very baffled. You sent me a text. You tweeted about it. Yeah, I did a like poll. You went, I you did... went like a cross platform. With <laughs> yes, this, I did. With a, this I did a full cross <laughs> platform multimedia push. Yes. I sent out a fucking app alert to everybody. It was fucking big shit. He's fifty six. He's only five years younger than Brian Cranston. Yeah, he was forty eight when he was playing Tuco. You asked me, and I said like probably like mid. I said like what. Or early 40s you said like early 40s you were like he looks that far yeah off. you're like he's like an old guy yeah but fuck man it's those latin jeans man 
Like, I guess Hispanic so. people age really well. Yeah, sometimes he uh, he was so fucking good. But uh, so yeah. Anyway, the cast of Spider Man. It's we were saying this uh, off the air. Uh, they spent. They made a superhero movie, spending money on two A listers, Michael Keaton and fucking Robert Downey Jr. And then they just fucking gave minor roles to a bunch of dope people you've seen. I feel like John Favreau deserves a little bit more respect than that. Yeah, but he didn't have a huge yeah, role. But he was I probably mean, like, in like six scenes. He was probably in just as many scenes as Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey yeah, Jr. yeah close. probably. Yeah. Um, but like those two guys come as a package with the Marvel deal anyway. Yeah. From the Iron Man, like I'm sure. I think that, I have to see the. Have you seen those movies? Uh, I've seen like a couple of them. So I learned this when Brian Scalabrini got his uh, Dr. Robert Leonard hair transplant thing. Mm-hmm. Side note, Rob, Dr. Robert Leonard must have to charge people a million dollars to make up for all the free ones that he gives. Yes, <laughs> yes. Every person I fucking have heard of has gotten free hair from that fucking guy. But like, if you need hair, who is the one person you think of? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you're, like, you're, I bet it costs a million dollars to make up for all those freebies he's giving out. I'm sure he's uh, making it. Speaking of which, I've said this on the podcast, the second I think my hair is starting to go, Dr. I don't care Leonard. what it fucking Speed costs. Dial. <laughs> I'll be in debt the rest of my fucking life. I'm going to Dr. Yeah. Robert Leonard. Um, so, uh, yeah, fuck, what were we Oh, yeah, Brian Scalabrini, when he got his, so they keep you awake, apparently. Uh, I know, sounds terrible. And you just watch two movies, and... That doesn't sound terrible. Right, like, you just, you just keep your face still, and you watch two movies, and he watched Iron Man 1 and 2. <laughs> that seems about right. Yeah. Part for the course. I think that I would just be like, you know what? Crazy Stupid Love. Twice. Run it back. <laughs> right. my, my catchphrase for a while was, run it back, Lindhagen. And that Ooh. meant like when you finish watching Crazy Stupid Love and you just watch it again. Nice. It's like a bang bang of Crazy Stupid Love. Uh, yeah, but so you are correct in like that they just spent the rest of their money on just getting dope people. Uh, it, I feel like it kind of backfired a little bit because I was like, I want to see more of those people that they were yeah. only in the movie for like 10 minutes. The biggest one, uh, and you said it as soon as you saw it. Michael Mando from fucking Better Call Saul. We fucking worship that guy. He's so fucking good. Nobody fucking talks about that guy. I know. But he's he's on the verge of becoming a star. I think so. Well, he... So, uh, to spoil this... He's definitely in the next one. Yeah, he's like going to be play a big role in the next. He's one. He's like a villain in the next one. Yeah, and um, his like face is it. all fucked up, yeah, and no, oh, he's he he looks fucking badass. Yeah, he's got a great face, by the way. I know, I he's know, a handsome guy. He's got like a. Um, I know that he has Latin genes, yes. but he's got he like reminds me of like as an Armenian person. When an Armenian guy just has a fucking like Armenian guy face, but it looks good, it's yeah. like a weird thing, right? It's like he's he's pretty unassuming, right? Like but, he, it's like but, he's got one of those faces, but it works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so unassuming that like you're like, yeah, okay, he's just a normal guy, and then like you you look at him a little bit more, and there's like a lot of symmetry. And yeah, you, and you're like, huh, that's a handsome guy. Yeah. So uh, I wish he was in it more. I wish Hannibal Burris was in it more. Our guy. Yeah. Um, and I wish uh, I loved Martin Starr not playing a fucking dead dickhead. Pan. Yeah, yeah, he was just he played like a nice guy, and he did it pretty well. He played, the, you know, who he basically played. He played grown up Bill. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish he was in it more. Um, I wish uh, who else? Um, I, I remember there's one. Well, uh, Donald Glover. I wish he was in it more. Yeah, I feel like there's a there's an opportunity for him to come back. Too. Donald Glover. I feel like was. Figuring out on the fly how he wanted to play his character, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? He, like it's, at one point, like he was like this like determined asshole criminal, and then he was like a really chill guy. And it's like, but at no point, like, do you think that he's necessarily on drugs? Right. I think that he's just. I think like there's absolutely seen, no book on that character. I think that he filmed his two. So he's in two scenes. I think that he filmed two his three. two scenes like five months apart and then he, he forgot, forgot what the character, what the character was. was so he just yeah to be fair he's a busy guy yeah um i thought the kid was fucking awesome though it was great i like that kid that kid uh threw me for a couple loops during the actual movie because at some points that he looks like he's like 15 and then at other points he looks like a grown-ass young right adult. yeah exactly <laughs> like, there were some shots of his arms where i was like hey no 
Yeah, like he takes off his shirt a couple times, and I'm like, that dude's ripped. He's supposed to be like 15. What the hell? Yeah. He's like skinny boy ripped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, like, if you ask me how old that kid actually is, I probably couldn't tell you. I'd right. Like between 15 and in 25. Yeah. 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 I fucking hate when people, same with uh, the girl in the, his love interest. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, not Zendaya. Is that her name? Zendaya is the asshole chick that's uh, who plays MJ. Oh, wait. Is that who... Wait, MJ Mary Jane? It, well, she's not Mary Jane in the movie. She has a, a different first name. Okay. But she, they reveal her to be MJ at the end. Oh. So, like, they're throwing a lot of... They're, they're, like, this Spider-Man series reboot is doing a lot of things differently. Like, Aunt May is young and hot. Yeah. Uh, and Zendaya, or MJ, is black, mm-hmm. which a lot of people were very mad about uh, when it first came out. <laughs> you know uh, why they were mad about it? Racist. Because of racism. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, they're doing things differently, and I like it. And uh, I'm just very glad that I didn't have to see Uncle Ben die for the 14th billionth Oh, time. my God. What a fucking bitch that guy is. That's what I don't like about these movies. <laughs> like, There's always like this fucking build-up to like, oh, no, now Uncle Ben is going to die. Like, This motherfucker is there to die. <laughs> right. Shit doesn't get moving until this bitch is out of the fucking picture. Uh, uh, we, all right. I looked up uh, Tom Holland's age. Old enough to drink or yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Old enough to party. Old enough to party. He's 21 years old. Ooh. He just turned 21. So good Shit. for him. Uh, speaking of which. That dude's going to be like a handsome motherfucker. Yeah. In like 10 years. I think he's already there, quite frankly. Yeah, he's like, he's too boyish. Uh, it's working in his favor right now because he got a roll out of it. But like in 10 years, everybody's going to be like, that dude's hot. His hair was good. Immaculate. I, yeah, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, fuck, man. That guy, it's like hair that I wouldn't quite do. But I'm glad that he's doing it because it works well for him. Uh, my man from Grand Budapest Hotel uh, and Entourage. Oh, yeah. I love that kid. Yeah. Uh, although, interesting choice to cast him as the uh, like the jock The rich jock bully. asshole. See, like, this Spider-Man movie is doing everything that, like, you wouldn't expect it to yeah, do. Yeah. Like, the first uh, in the original one, uh, uh, Mangello. Yeah. Was the was the bully, and now they oh, have this guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God, and he looked so fucking bad. He like, terrible. Like, pre-hot Mangello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, was there anybody worse? Um, but, yeah, this kid, he's also in that movie Dope, which is pretty good. That movie's awesome. Yeah, I'm a fan of that kid. Yeah. I feel sure. like we could get him on, but I feel like he's too young for us. I feel like he's perpetually like we 21. Mi- like, we might uh, we might kind of... Corrupt him. Yeah, exactly. He's, he, ain't, he ain't bad enough yet. <laughs> right. He ain't, can't handle the bad boys. Yeah, yet. exactly. We're gonna have him on and be like, "All right, first things first. How's your dick doing, boy?" And, be like, and he'd be like, "That's, <laughs> That's guys, guys, come on." Uh, I can't wait till we do something with Michael Mando. I, when we do something with Michael Mando, I feel like it needs to be in person because I think there's been enough build up with him, and I feel like I kind of want to get his facial reaction when we start <laughs> off by being like, "Hey, so what is it about your face that makes you so good?" <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I want to. I want to get Michael Mando as quickly as possible because, like I said, he's going to be a star. And if we can jump on that train early, yeah. we can take credit for it. Yeah, uh, we uh, we tried to get him, and he. Oh, I, th- I think he was on vacation. He's on vacation. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever heard it's that. It's a like, good wild thing. Good for him. Yeah, and we've like never reached out to a, an actor or actress before and have them be on vacation. Like Tyler Sagan, I don't think loved me. Uh, and I was doing a story one time, and he was on vacation, and he fucking like talked to you anyway. Took like a phone call on vacation and was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And kind of cool. Yeah, like so the hockey players. Yeah, right. That's the difference between fucking hockey players, players and actors. Mm. B list and C list actors. <laughs> they fucking they they tough it out. Shuts out Tyler Sagan. What a guy. Um, oh, this is so. This is going to be something that pisses the comic book people off. Uh, why do why is there a different origin story every time they do these movies? Is that just uh, allowed to happen? Uh, they, I feel like they didn't re- even really do an origin story. Here. Well, he like, mentions like offhand, like oh, I was bit by a spider one time. But I, I feel like are, are are they always in high school when it happens? Uh, yeah. Really, Tobey Maguire was in high school. Yeah, he was supposed to be a high schooler. Fuck that. Right. That so, is Regina Georging at its finest. Right. And they did it. So I think they did it very, very correctly with this one. I mean, they got they a got kid children. That, they, they got a kid who can legitimately pull off high school. Yeah. And by the time that the next one comes out, 
that dude's going to be a full-blown handsome-ass adult. Yeah. Uh, best casting move of the movie, saving money. Uh, they got a guy who was always... Who had a big beard and uh, basically was Tom Hardy. Yes. And I thought it was, was Tom like, Hardy. Who the fuck is this guy? I thought it was Tom yeah. Hardy uh, to play like one of the henchmen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't Tom Hardy. It was instead the guy who played fucking Richard in 24. Really? You know, uh, the, the president's son who's yeah. really liberal, so he's like working with the terrorists and yeah. they have to torture him. That's him? Yeah. That's wow. fucking him. Good for him. I looked that up and I was like, oh my God. That Good, dude. That's an awesome casting move. That dude went from slaying people, innocent civilians, to yeah. slaying puss or dick, whatever he prefers, because that dude is handsome as hell. Yeah. He wait. He uh, he's gay in twenty four. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Only very liberal. Yeah. So, very liberal. I don't know what the hell. I think I just had a stroke mid. We're drunk this morning. <laughs> uh, speaking of drunk, uh, how was Narshville? Oh, dude, amazing. Smarshville. Uh, all I did was drink and eat. Uh, nice. I came back like 19 pounds heavier mm. and just felt like garbage for three days. Did but... you work out there at all? Nope. Wow. Yep. That is Pete letting himself <laughs> yeah, go. Really letting myself go. Uh, but I did a, I did a pedal tavern, so that kind of counts as a workout. I saw that. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun. You, uh, I feel like you checked all of the basic and non-basic boxes in Nashville, yeah, which is exactly what you need to do. Yep. It is, you are doing yourself a disservice if you go to Nashville and are not basic. I don't like, I don't like when people go to new places and they're like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to the tourist traps. Tourist like stuff. Tourists go there because like, that's it's the cool, cool shit yeah. there. <laughs> like when we went to Chicago, you got to go to the Bean. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. Like I, even if it's just on your way out, I stop go at there, the Bean. Every time I go to Chicago, I'm like, there's a huge fucking cool reflective thing. It's shiny. Every fucking time I'm going to to take pictures, I'm going to make a little play on words. My last (laughs) name's Bean. Uh, Here's here's a thing that I didn't like about Spider-Man. In one of the final scenes, uh, he's fighting... Uh, Vulture, who's played by Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and spoiler alert, uh, he's the dad of H- Peter's love interest. That is a that was a great twist. I did not see it coming. Yeah, and like again, and playing you, on racism. Well, yeah, but also I like that it kind of explained my earlier question in the movie. I was like, how the fuck does this girl have this nice of a house? Yeah, when her dad's like a super criminal. Yeah, uh, but in like one of the final scenes, he's fighting Vulture, and he's like. Oh, this! I'm I'm fighting my girlfriend's dad. I was like, you just you called her you called her your girlfriend, but you've went on like kind Wait, did, of did, one did, date. Does he say that? Yeah, he says He's like I'm fighting my girlfriend's dad. Like, oh. where? What is my life right now? Uh, he and this comes after he goes on sort of kind of one date, uh, and he leaves her five minutes into goes it. Goes on zero dates. It, he, well, he asked her to homecoming. Yeah, and then he leaves homecoming approximately thirty seconds after walking in the door. You know what that is? That's not a date, bud. That's a. Uh, that's not your girlfriend. That's a. Uh, I bet you think strippers like you too, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's kind of uh, you can see it like as a high school thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people lie about shit like that in high right. school. No, but like, she's interested in him, and he, definitely not his girlfriend. And he just doesn't think it possible at all. So throughout the movie, he's like, a oh, I, I, I got no. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then once she fucking says like, "Fine, I'll go. I don't have a." Uh, a date to homecoming he's like wifey <laughs> right but that seems i feel like that's kind of realistic for like a nerdy kid if yeah. a girl shows interest in him she's automatically his girlfriend nice well congrats man <laughs> right congrats on the marriage hope it works out for you uh do we have anything else to say about this movie it was good, it was I, good. I like i i liked it but be- it's the best spider-man movie i've seen uh i don't think that's true better than the stupid toby mcguire ones uh, that's not true. I yeah. think Spider-Man 1 they and 2... They can kind of suck my dick. The first Spider-Man know. 1 and 2 were, were pretty awesome. Hmm. This did, one was good. Did... Did... You see the Andrew Garfield ones? Did I? Yes. I think I did. I did. I, I, I liked the first. I liked the first one. I thought it was okay. I thought it followed too closely uh, uh, to the previous in, ones. in the uh, Tobey Maguire blueprint. Hmm. But then the second one was just garbage. Hmm. Nice. Um, so I, I'm... There's uh there's reason to be hopeful for the future of this Spider-Man uh, franchise. I'm looking forward to uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, yes. Um, should we do uh, reviews or songs? Let's do reviews. Okay. We got a couple. Um, this one from Doughboy318. Wait, is this, a, is this a new one? I think this is a new one. John Hamm, The Killers and Facials by Doughboy318. Started listening to a... 
started listening a couple weeks ago, and in three episodes span, they hit on three of my favorite things. The Killers, John Hamm, and Facials. DJ and Pete create the perfect pop culture podcast and are the two dudes who aren't afraid to go there. 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5, however you want to split it, brunch is number one. Nice. Uh, I have not pulled up the other of you, so I'll how about it. you read that? <laughs> Good, lighthearted fun, except when they're serious, by Peace Number One. My favorite thing about this podcast is the accessibility of it. The guys aren't overly flashy or anything. They just discuss what's on their mind in ways that I do with my friends. Very down-to-earth and relatable. Love it. Keep it up. Pete and Deej. Nice. Thank you. Uh, hey, sometimes shit gets heavy. We'll be serious when we want. Right. Yeah. Very down-to-earth guys. Yeah. Uh, Not love you, though. For our britches. Thank you very much. Uh, you did the Hurley Edition podcast, which I love. I text every time Michael Hurley puts out one of those things, I fucking text him and say it was good. Like, specifically because they are good. And a lot of people... This is a fucking day and age where a lot of people aren't told when they do a bad job, like, hey, need yeah. to do better. Yeah. And that's why we have, like, a lot of the fucking websites that are out there... Are bad. shit that, like... <laughs> You don't want to read. Right. Like, a lot of... Uh, the Ringer! I feel like we're always shitting on The Ringer, but, like, there's a lot of shit on The Ringer that, like, you read it and you're like... Or you don't read it. You don't want to right. read it because you're like, fuck... Or the shit that you read and you're like, that was very disappointing. Right, like, an editor like, I wanted should to have read said, this. like, make a stronger point, right. like, say something higher up in the story, and it's... There's kind of... I, I just think that, that writing in general has gotten really, really fucking bad where the average thing you read on the internet is not fucking good and it's a good thing we're fucking laying off people like pete who are who might actually put up something that you want to see because need more video and the only writing that's left is like not amazingly report now nah, that sounds like i'm like shitting on like good reporters Everybody, there's still yeah. a lot of those like but i'm saying a lot of the a lot of the places that are out there that are just strictly I stay home and write all day. A lot of it's not fucking good. It should be better. And it should, right, it should be better. So, um, so when people put out shit that is like specifically dope, I try to be like, hey, so you like, try to I hope you're encouraged yeah. by how fucking good this is. And like, who the fuck am I to decide what's good and bad? But like, this is a good fucking podcast that he does. He just because Hurley's just like a fucking. He's just a guy. He's right, exactly. So uh, like, this is not not in a, in a like offense to Hurley or a shot at Hurley or anything like this. His podcast is way better than I expected it to be when he said that he was doing a podcast. Because, a because it's just like one person doing a podcast by right, themselves. exactly. It's so fucking hard to host a podcast by yourself. Yeah, and like he's not a guy who does radio like all the time or anything right. like that. He's not somebody known for conducting interviews by himself or like hosting a show by himself so like whenever somebody comes out with like a pod like i'm doing my own podcast and i'm just gonna interview people i'm like yeah uh, uh, no thanks but then i listened to it and i was like this dude hosts a show yeah and has direction and is very very good at it so good for him yeah and i uh, had a lot of fun on the show yeah he had um he brought up he brought up brunch yeah that was awesome and i was so happy because hurley is so Hurley actually, Hurley grew up with my cousin in Arlington, Massachusetts. Okay. And when I found out about that, I was like, oh my God, this all fucking makes so much sense. Because my cousin is like this like fun, funny guy. And I was like, I imagine Hurley was exactly that growing up. Because he's like, a, a, he can be silly, but also now he's like grown up and yeah, a dad. He's like, yeah, he's got like a mixture of both where he's like a, he's like a professional adult. Yeah. And also like he's kind of a jackass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I really really like him and he's a he's a really really nice guy. Um drove my ass around in Houston. So nice. shouts to that guy. Uh so I was really excited that you did that and he brought up brunch and he wasn't being facetious. He wasn't trying to shit on it. But he said he felt like he was sitting in on something that he wasn't, he wasn't supposed to attend. Yeah. And we've gotten that a few times. Yeah. Uh, but generally, when people say that, they're like, I feel like I shouldn't be listening in on this, but I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And he was like, I feel like I'm listening in on something, and I felt bad about it, so I turned it off. <laughs> so, okay. God bless. Mission accomplished. But that's what I like about brunch is... There was a thing on uh, Barstool Sports' Reddit that a friend directed me to because 
when you were a free agent, there was a Reddit thing of what if Pete goes to Barstool and there was some back and forth of um, like, yes, but not if it means the end of brunch. And then people are saying, well, what about if brunch went to Barstool and it was this whole thing? And someone was like, uh, I'll admit I've never listened to brunch, but I've been meaning to quick. Someone tell me what it is. And I love that, like, you can't fucking do it. You can't make a... There's no appetizing sales pitch for brunch that you can give. I know. It's very, very hard. That makes my day. Like, you're (laughs) either in on the joke. You're not in on the joke, but, like, you're either in on its fucking world or you're not. It's it's basically... We've made the 30 Rock of podcasts, and that's fucking dope. So, congrats to us uh, taking... Someone saying that they couldn't listen to our podcast and spinning it into, see, this is why we're so fucking awesome. I love it. Uh, and as a side note, I'm probably not going to Barstool. So. No? No. Are we breaking news here? Breaking news. Uh, it's probably not going to happen. Well, I think that... Uh, a we, lot of people, like, uh, people tag me and shit every single day, still. Yeah. Like, saying, like, hire them. And it's, it's just not going to happen, I don't It must think. not feel good. No. <laughs> no, not really. Well, that's why I would not have made that energy punch line that I, I made a very uh a very uh pointed shot at duncan energy punch yeah i wouldn't have fucking made that if there was a possibility that uh that you were gonna lose some fucking money <laughs> out of that um but uh, uh yeah if uh leave us reviews yeah please uh brunch on itunes also you might like please subscribe to us on iTunes because SoundCloud, SoundCloud might be just fucking... might be going into the shitter apparently. Yeah, I don't know where the f- when the fuck that happened, but I apparently think they're, they're switching just the video money. because they just fucking they got they fired all their staff. They fired like forty percent of their staff, and and like they still only have enough money to make it through like another quarter. Isn't that crazy? They've got a burn rate. Is that what it's called? Maybe. The, uh, the, well, they talk about that Burn in Silicon notice? Valley. <laughs> they talk about that in Silicon Valley. Where, like, like, they only have this much money in Like, here's how point. much money you can... Or here's how much time you can last. Also, uh, Woof had that in the office. Woof? Yeah. What's Woof? Woof is... Uh, is that what it was called? Ryan's uh, social know, media what, thing? It was definitely something else, right? It was like... It was W-U-P-H-F or something? Maybe. It's Rye, the woof guy. <laughs> Condoms. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, follow us on uh, and subscribe to us on iTunes. We need uh, we need it. Yeah, uh, you need us. Let's do some uh, music. Musica. Um, oh, also uh, go in the store and buy the new hat. New hats are dope. Ryan made a knockoff brunch thing he made like a bootleg brunch hat just made one himself because he thought it was a good idea but he didn't know how it would look in person so he just fucking designed one and bought it and i was extremely drunk on saturday and i checked twitter and i've got a no drunk social media rule that unfortunately like the last like three months i've been violating break all the time just um but I saw, I was like, bootleg brunch gear looks pretty good. And I was like, fuck, this is awesome. Yep. And I texted you the next day saying like, hey, did you see that hat? And as I texted you, I was like, fuck, I bet I texted him yesterday saying, hey, did you see that hat? But there's a good chance that because you were in Nashville. I didn't that even know Both of us fucking, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, buy that, uh, that hat and shit. Um, let's do some songs. Yes. Uh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Our bad. We didn't add the songs from last week to this the actual This is playlist. your bad because, this is my bad. Uh, because it's I been established. To, I have to pry it out of you every single week. I don't fucking week. do it unless right. you make me. Yeah. So and I flew to Nashville last Friday, so yeah, that was not my uh, on my list of concerns. So uh, we'll add the songs from last week. I had uh, what did I add last week? I added um, "Broken Halos" by Chris Stapleton. Nice. Uh, all Around You by uh, Sturgill Simpson. You got to add Joy Badass, though. I'm going to. Nice. Uh, and three, what was my third song? Um, this is why I don't fucking do it, because I don't remember, and I have to go back and fucking listen. Gosh. Oh, Diary of Planet. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I'll add those three. Uh, I'm also going to add a fourth. Um, I'm, I jumped on the Joey Badass train this week. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, his latest album is fucking amazing, so I'm going to add Devastated. Uh, on to uh, this one. Cool. Um, I am going to add from last week uh, Pumpkin Soup by Kate Nash. That's awesome. And then I got two new ones. Uh, 
Kesha is back with a good song. Ooh. Praying stinks. I tried it again like three Praying? or four times. That song "Praying" that was her first song back. It was the ballad. I don't think I did it with Ryan it. Lewis. It fucking sucks. <laughs> and it came back, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, catch us back!" And go, oh, man, yeah. Like, give me a good song, okay. asshole. Um, it's like Adele. Exactly. And I, I love, love, love Kesha. So she came back this week with a fucking banger. It's called "Woman," and it is an anthem. For women, the chorus is uh, I'm a motherfucking woman. It's one of those songs that if you're like a mom, you're cool with your 10-year-old daughter listening to because it's a very empowering song. And then it gets to the bridge and the lyrics are, don't buy me a drink, I make my money, don't touch my weed, don't call me honey. So it's at that point where you're like, can I really let my child listen to this? Because it's about uh, women being empowered, but also uh, being stingy with your weed. So. That's my kind of Kesha song. (laughs) And what's cool about it is like, it's like a fun, like vibey song, but it still has bad lyrics. And I need that with Kesha. If, if that's why I don't like praying because she's, she's kind of trying trying to say something, which obviously she's been through a lot of shit and by all means be serious, but in your real life, not in music. I need you to be, we need, we need old Kesha. I need some trashy nonsense out of you. Yeah. I need shit that doesn't rhyme. Yeah. The lyrics are so stupid in this, this new song. Like, like all for empowering women, go for it. Yeah, it, this song is just like I need predictable <laughs> rhymes. Yes. I need a lot of bad shit. Uh, and this my is some third song, elementary rhyming. Here. Yeah, my third song, and this is going to take us into Heimville. Uh, Heim was on the uh, BBC Live Lounge. Yes, they did a little. Uh, do you watch the like a version things? Like a version, like a version. Um, is I mean, what is that? It's when people are in the BBC Live Lounge, and they they'll cover. do like two of their own songs yeah. and then a cover of a contemporary yeah, I see song. That all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kesha, or not Kesha, uh, Moo doing Redbone yeah. was dope. Is that what it's, that's what it's called? Like yeah. a version? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Haim in the past did Wrecking Ball. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah, that was really good. So they did Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. And I don't really, I, I gave that song one I listen when it came it. out. I don't get that song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I do because yeah. I saw Haim right. do it with fucking Alana singing, and uh, they killed it. Yeah, that's and you. Was that the song that you said is like Alana porn? Like our girl is growing up. Yeah, that is definitely like Alana porn. It's gone from like I want her to be my little sister to like be my eh. wife. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, uh, my friends have tried tr- have tried to do like the Mary fuck kill with Haim. And I just won't stand for it because I, I could not... You respect not, all three of them? I respect woman, them all. You're a woman respecter? And no, <laughs> I could not imagine a world in which all three of them were not alive. Fair enough. And yeah. I feel like everyone's kill is Esty, yeah. which is like, how the fuck could you... I, how could I live without Esty Heim? Um, they also... So the, their cover is fucking dope. Uh, and it's made me re-like the Selena Gomez song. She also has a new song called Fetish. With Gucci Mane, and it is pretty darn good. So there's been a lot of good new music of late. Um, I've listened now to the new Heim album a thousand times. Yeah. Have you? Have you been busy? What's up? Uh, I've been listening to it uh, a little bit, yeah. Do you have any new, fresh takes? Uh, I don't really. I do. Okay. Uh, I. So I've been... You know what I've been doing? I've been listening to uh, to Sturgill Simpson for like nonstop for the past He's week or so. Really fucking He's good. fucking amazing. Uh, and you know what? I just thought of it in like the past couple minutes i'm gonna add sea stories to the playlist as nice. well because that that song is awesome you know that he's gonna be at the pavilion soon in september yeah i want to go yeah um i was gonna take my dad but maybe i can take my son yes do that <laughs> um so i've listened to the album a million times now and i love that this happened i said the only song that really didn't grab me the first time we were listening was uh kept me crying okay and that is probably the song I've listened to the most since. I fucking love that song. It is so great. Uh, so I said that I don't have any new takes. Uh, I I do. Uh, this was brought up by Jeff Israel, but this album is sequenced super weird. Yes, it is. It really, really is. Uh, it's all over the place. It kind of goes from like... It's like you, there's no real like rhythm to it. Yeah. Which I kind of felt like that was this, the way of the first one, too. Oh, no. The... I thought it was well sequenced. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like a little bit weird. Um, but also, nothing's wrong. Yeah. 
I fucking hate that the track the track like drops in the middle. Of the, it. Yeah, that 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 that's is so weird. That's a a super super high potential song, but that, like, just like that basically punch on. Yeah, I. I hate that part. It really does punt. I don't like that, and I don't like because uh, they punt at a point where that like that song has so much momentum, right? At the point, but when it comes back, when it picks back up, it's, it's so fucking it's good great. again. And it's, it's like, like you don't. You, why do you need that downtime? Like, why do you need to be brought back down to earth? I would have waited another month for them to figure out that section. Yeah, you know. Uh, but uh, but you also said it. Uh, walking away is fucking. Incredible. Walking away is like that should be that should be higher up on the uh, on the list. That's an all time classic. I mean the the best so the best songs on the album. I think that that the actual best song is probably uh, you never knew, but it's not my favorite. Uh, my favorites are let's see, I'll go through them. Want you back, banger. Nothing's wrong. Uh, very high potential. Uh, didn't quite get there. Still awesome song. Little of your love. 10 million out of yep. 10. Uh, Ready for You. I fucking love Ready for You. Did you like? Uh, I can't think of off the top of my head which it's one. It's the one is. that kind of, it's very like Prince sounding. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That was good. That's uh, so that, that where Nothing's Wrong failed to kind of have a cool bridge. Ready for You has like an awesome fucking breakdown. Uh, harmonies are insane. Something to tell you. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never knew. Is again like that was the that was produced by uh, Blood Orange, so it was going to be fucking amazing. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, kept me crying. A plus. Found in Silence is this happens when you love an artist and you're waiting for a new album. You can't be disappointed with something on the album that gets you into a group because you're just so happy that you're hearing it all. Right. But once you're really invested in a group, you decide on what you want them to what do and what you them. don't want them yeah, to do. Yeah, right. So, Found It in Silence, I hate that song. Okay. Because that's like a fucking Coldplay-ish song. away from what you and want I them to don't, do. And I don't, like, that is not what I want them to do. If that were on their first album, I'd probably, be, I'd probably love it. But I do not want them to do shit like that, so I hate that song. Walking Away, fucking amazing. Right now, I think that Live is going to be a really fun song. And uh, Night So Long, I can't decide if it's an amazing song or a terrible song. Yeah, I don't know either. I, it's it's funny that you say like you you get like uh, disappointed because you want them to do like what what you're interested in. Yeah, it's that's so hard for Heim because it's like they do so much and they're good at so much of it. It's like, but like my like little of your love is probably my favorite song off this album. Uh, and but like I don't want them to stick to just like super happy like fun poppy songs yeah because they do all the other shit super well too right like so you, it's like you want I, some of that I like, want more of little of your love yeah but I don't want to take away the other good shit too yeah I think that like their their signature song is probably forever it's not my favorite song of theirs but it kind of captures everything that they do well the wire yeah uh, well like so the wire is like is like proving their chops that they can do like a great rock song mm-hmm. uh but forever is like it shows that they can be like chick rock it shows that they can be synthy it shows they can do like these fucking crazy big beats and everything that they can be like really mucky and everything danielle has become there's a an itunes thing out that i watched um and it's a lot of live performances they have over like two years, Danielle as like a live performer has gone from basically being James Hetfield and fucking like yelling the whole time to like really singing and shit. So there's nothing that you can't fucking do, man. You know what I've done uh, twice in the past two weeks? Uh, I'm trying to think of the funny things that I could say, but I don't want to be predictable. Um, shot hoops. Nope, definitely didn't do that. Uh, I've really settled into unemployment. Ah. And I've gone to back-to-back screenings of movies. I am so fucking jealous. <laughs> I was fucking livid when you. I like. I was really that. rubbing it in your face yeah. too. Uh, so I went to see Spider-Man yesterday, and then uh, right after that, I saw the new Planet of the Apes. Wrong. It's, right it's, after that. Uh, right after that, I went to an intermission, like quick little intermission dinner what, at the Border door? Cafe. Did you get dinner? Yeah. Oh, fuck. What'd you get? I got the uh, steak and blue cheese salad. 
Oh my fucking god, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you get fucking uh what do they have? Border Cafe. Fajitas? They, yeah. Yeah. I was I thought about it, but I needed something a little bit light. Yeah. I'm still kind of coming down from the Nashville high. They give you so much when you get fajitas at Border Cafe. Yeah, the, exactly. They give you so much shit. Yes. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to eat all this. Take your So like the even the salad was a lot. So uh, I got the steak and blue cheese salad. I got a nice little Lone Star. I got two Lone Stars. Oh, uh, God. And I had some free chips. Yeah, that's the... You sent me a picture of the fucking chips and the Lone Star. That is really my fucking happy place. It is, is great. The guy next to me while, while I was eating, uh, eating dinner there, he was like, excuse me. Excuse me. You need to charge me for one more drink. And he gave the receipt back, which is a nice guy move. Mm. Not well, something that I would do. Yeah. Uh, he, he, the bartender took it and he goes, no, sir, this is correct. And he gave it back to him and he goes... Only nineteen dollars. I've I've had four drinks, and he was like, "Yeah, we're cheap here." And the guy was like, "Oh, I need to come back to this place." That's so, fucking awesome. Uh, that guy's day was made. Hmm. But yeah, I had a quick little in- intermission meal. Went to see the new Planet of the Apes. Very very good. I feel like that shit's awesome. I'm really bummed that I uh, my schedule did not allow for me to see that movie. Uh, have you seen the previous two? Uh, I, no, you haven't seen the previous. I two? saw. Wait, was the first one like fifteen years ago? That was the one with Mark Wahlberg. There was a Planet of the Apes movie that was very popular. Uh, yeah, it was probably you the may one not with have James Franco. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> so this is a trilogy, and this is the final, the third and final movie in the trilogy. Uh, it's Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of oh, the Apes. Oh, yeah. I didn't see any of those two. You yeah. should watch both of them. You kind of need to. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. You should definitely do it. They're both awesome, uh, especially the last one. Um, and this one was really, really great. I would put this up there as the probably the best or one of the best trilogies that I've seen in my lifetime. Wow, that's fucking exciting. Yeah, I, I when I saw the third one was coming out, I was like, why didn't I see these fucking movies? Yeah, you really, really should. But you, you, you know why? It. I think it's because they came out when I was not a uh, movie active person. Okay. Yeah, because I've only again I've only been watching movies for like three years. <laughs> same like same like being like all right i gotta go to the movie right like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. when people are talking about, like oh have you seen this like my answer was always no right yeah, yeah. it's like i'll just wait for it to come out on demand and then you wouldn't fucking see yeah, it exactly. yeah exactly now uh, now it's seriously gone to the point where if i've got some downtime and i'm like I'm going i'll to go the to the movies i look it up i'm like i've seen everything I know. <laughs> <laughs> how fucking, how fucking uh, weird is that but Here's the thing that the movie theater is doing. They're showing a fucking triple feature on the Planet of the Apes. They're showing all three movies back to back, which is fucking crazy. That's when? like eight hours. Oh, my God. Should I do that? You you should. Like, you would probably have the fucking time of your life. I actually have shit to do this weekend, but that would be an amazingly me move. Yeah, it if really I, would. I, if you just banged out of that. And... Put it all off and then just like went to the movies for eight hours instead. Uh, yeah, like, so this, the Planet of the Apes... And Lord of the Rings. You're not a Lord of the Rings guy, are you? I am not. You hate it. I yeah, tried those shits it. so fucking hard. So I would put gleep, glop, and floop to do. <laughs> I would put uh, Apes and Lord of the Rings as like one A and one B of trilogies that I've seen in my lifetime. We should that do a Lord of the Rings released in my lifetime. We should do a Lord of the Rings week, and I'm not going to change my tune. And it's just going to, we'll get a group of people like, in here to bullshit. talk about Lord of the Rings, and I'll just be fucking sitting there, seething in anger. Hating my life. I feel like I'll still end up talking 70% of the time, even though I have nothing to contribute to it, but yeah. I'll just be fucking... So there are, like, there are like three humans in this, uh, in this movie. Who? Uh, there's Woody Harrelson. Okay. A little blonde girl. Ooh. And then a, uh, one of Woody Harrelson's soldiers, who is just like a generic man. Fuck, dude. So do I really want to see this? Are the, are the monkeys good? The monkeys are great. Yeah? Yeah. It's very monkey heavy. Uh, compare it to uh, Jurassic World. A thousand times better. Really? Did yeah. you not like Jurassic World? I didn't World? like Jurassic World. I loved Jurassic World. What the fuck? Uh, Jurassic, yeah. It was very meh. I like the Jurassic Park movies. but I, like, not... I love the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. Jurassic World didn't do it for me. Did you see the, uh, we probably talked about this, the What Are Those Jurassic Park thing? Uh, I don't think so. It's uh, when they, uh, you know, when they look in the first Jurassic Park and they see all the dinosaurs walking yeah. and like they're playing the, yeah. someone auto-tuned the, what are those? And uh, they're, uh, they're all wearing shoes. Jesus so like, Christ. it's just like a, it was a vibe of like them looking over at the dinosaurs and it's like, what are those? 
<laughs> it's so fucking good. That's All awesome. right. Enjoy your weekend, everybody.